How well do truth probes generalize? By Miss Heiju. Representation engineering, RepiNG, has emerged as a promising research avenue for model interpretability and control. Recent papers have proposed methods for discovering truth in models with unlabeled data, guiding generation by modifying representations, and building LLM lie detectors. RepiNG asks the question. If we treat representations as the central unit, how much power do we have over a model's behavior? Most techniques use linear probes to monitor and control representations. An important question is whether the probes generalize. If we train a probe on the truths and lies about the locations of cities, will it generalize to truths and lies about Amazon review sentiment? This report focuses on truth due to its relevance to safety and to help narrow the work. Generalization is important. Humans typically have one generalized notion of truth, and it would be enormously convenient if language models also had just one. This would result in extremely robust model insights. Every time the model lies, this is reflected in its truth vector, so we could detect intentional lies perfectly, and perhaps even steer away from them. We find that truth probes generalize surprisingly well, with the 36% of methodologies recovering greater than 80% of the accuracy on out-of-distribution datasets compared with training directly on the datasets. The best probe recovers 92% accuracy. Thanks to Hoagie Cunningham for feedback and advice. Thanks to Lisa for hosting me while I did a lot of this work. Code is available at Miss Heijuurupung, along with steps for reproducing datasets and plots. Heading. Methods. We run all experiments on LAMA2-13b, chat, for parity with the source papers. Each probe is trained on 400 questions, and evaluated on 2,000 different questions, although numbers may be lower for smaller datasets. Subheading. What makes a probe? A probe is created using a training dataset, a probe algorithm, and a layer. We pass the training dataset through the model, extracting activations just after a given layer. We then run some statistics over the activations, where the exact technique can vary significantly. This is the probe algorithm, and this creates a linear probe. Probe algorithms and datasets are listed below. A probe allows us to take the activations and produce a scalar value where larger values represent truth and smaller values represent lies. The probe is always linear. It's defined by a vector, is a formula, and we use it by calculating the dot product against the activations, is a formula, is a formula. In most cases, we can avoid picking a threshold to distinguish between truth and lies, see appendix for details. We always take the activations from the last token position in the prompt. For the majority of the datasets, the factuality of the text is only revealed at the last token, for example if saying true, false or A or B or C or D. For this report, we've replicated the probing algorithm and datasets from three papers. Discovering latent knowledge in language models without supervision, DLK. Representation engineering. A top-down approach to AI transparency, REPI. The geometry of truth. Emergent linear structure in large language model representations of true or false datasets, GOT. We also borrow a lot of terminology from eliciting latent knowledge from quirky language models, QLM, which offers another great comparison between probe algorithms. Subheading. Probe algorithms. The DLK, REPI, GOT, and QLM papers describe eight probe algorithms. For each algorithm, we can ask whether it's supervised and whether it uses group data. 
Supervised algorithms use the true or false labels to discover probes. This should allow better performance when truth isn't salient in the activations. However, using supervised data encourages the probes to predict what humans would label as correct rather than what the model believes is correct. Grouped algorithms utilize groups of statements to build the probes. For example, all possible answers to a question, true or false, A or B, A, C or D, constitute a group. Using this information should allow the probe to remove noise from the representations. There's an image here, with the caption. Sketch of what the data and training process looks like when we have grouped, ungrouped and labeled unlabeled data. Note that for CCS the group normalization stage consists of taking two contrasting statements and returning the difference between them. There's a table here in the text. Subheading. Datasets. The key contribution of the papers above isn't just the probe algorithms, it's also the datasets they use to build the probes. Across all papers, we find 18 datasets, 8 from DLK, 5 from REPI, and 5 from GOT. The DLK datasets are straightforward binary questions, used to craft contrasting pairs. The REPI datasets differ in two important ways. 1. They allow more than two answers per question, as the REPI paper doesn't use contrasting pairs. 2. They add the suffix, the probability of the answer being plausible is, which prompts the model to evaluate the truthfulness of the statement. The GOT dataset is the most principled of this collection. They take uncontroversial, unambiguous, and simple enough statements, attempting to hone in on the obviously true. These statements really are simple, such as, city, is in, country, or, x, is less than, y. There's a table here in the text. Subheading. Measuring generalization. We measure generalization by seeing how well probes trained on one dataset generalize to other out-of-distribution datasets. For example, we train a probe on whether a news article is about business or sports, ag underscore news, and see how well it performs when detecting if numbers are bigger or smaller than each other, larger underscore than. We use 18 diverse datasets. Subheading. Recovered accuracy. We measure how well a probe recovers the accuracy on an out-of-distribution dataset, compared with training a probe directly on that dataset. For each evaluation dataset, we create an accuracy threshold for that dataset. When evaluating whether a probe generalizes to the evaluation dataset, we compare its accuracy to this threshold. To create a threshold for a dataset we train a suite of probes, one for every probing algorithm and layer, on the train subset. Take the best performing probe according to accuracy on the validation subset. Take its accuracy on the test subset as the threshold. To evaluate a probe against a threshold we train the probe on the train subset of its dataset, typically different from the evaluation dataset. Evaluate the accuracy of the probe on the evaluation dataset's test subset. Taking the percent of the threshold accuracy achieved by the probe, accuracy a threshold. We clip recovered accuracy at 100%. Subheading. Finding the best generalizing probe. The obvious way to compare two probes is to compare their average recovered accuracy across all datasets. However, if one probe has been trained on a dataset that is difficult to generalize to but nevertheless still offers good performance, then it has an unfair advantage. To remedy this, do a pairwise comparison between each probe which looks at only the datasets that neither of them were trained on. We take the best probe as the probe with the highest number of wins across all pairwise comparisons. 
note that, as above, we perform the pairwise comparisons on the validation set. All results below are reported from the test set. Heading. Results. We train roughly 1.5k probes, 8 algorithms asterisk 18 datasets asterisk 10 layers, and evaluate on each dataset, totaling roughly 25k evaluations, roughly 1.5k probes asterisk 18 datasets. While probes on early layers, less than or equal to 9, perform poorly, we find that for mid to late layers, greater than or equal to 13, 36% of all probes recover greater than 80% accuracy. This is evidence in favor of a single generalized truth notion in LAMA 2-13b, chat. However, the fact that we don't see 100% recovered accuracy in all cases suggests that either, 1, there is interference in how truth is represented in these models, and the interference doesn't generalize across datasets, or, 2, truth is in fact represented in different but highly correlated ways. There's an image here, with the caption. ECDF plots of recovered accuracy, broken down by layer. You can read this as, for a given recovered accuracy, what percent of probes trained achieved it? The best generalizing probe is a dim probe trained with dbdia underscore 14 on layer 21. It recovers, on average, 92.8% of accuracy on all datasets. Subheading. Examining the best probe. Let's dig a bit deeper into our best probe. We vary each of the three hyperparameters, algorithm, train dataset, and layer, individually. This shows that the probe isn't too sensitive to hyperparameters, as other choices perform nearly as well. There's an image here, with the caption. How well training on dbdia underscore 14, and layer 21 generalizes to evaluation datasets when varying the probe algorithm. Recovered accuracy metric is shown. There's an image here, with the caption. How well training with DIM and layer 21 generalizes to evaluation datasets when varying training dataset. Recovered accuracy metric is shown. There's an image here, with the caption. How well training with DIM and DBDIA underscore 14 generalizes to evaluation datasets when varying the layer. Recovered accuracy metric is shown. Subheading. Examining algorithm performance. Let's break down by algorithm and take the average recovered accuracy across all probes created using that algorithm. There's an image here in the text. Takeaways. There is little variation in probe performance. Supervised methods appear to outperform unsupervised methods. There isn't a standout pattern in grouped methods. The PCAG significantly outperforms the PCA version, but there's less of a difference between LR and LRG. LDA is an outlier, performing significantly worse than other probes. See appendix for further investigation. Subheading. Examining dataset performance. Similarly to above, we break down by what dataset the probe is trained on. There's an image here in the text. Takeaways. The DLK datasets generally perform better than REPI and GOT datasets. Surprisingly, the GOT underscore cities underscore cities underscore conjunction dataset outperforms all other datasets, and has a huge margin over the other GOT datasets. My initial assumption was that the threshold for this dataset was set very low, so all probes managed to meet it. This was not the case, the threshold is set to 99.3%. We can also plot a generalization matrix showing how well each dataset generalizes to each other dataset. There's an image here, with the caption. How well each training dataset generalizes to different evaluation datasets.
metric is recovered accuracy averaged over layer and probe algorithm. We only look at layer greater than or equal to 13. There seems to be some structure here. We explore further by clustering the datasets and find that they do form DLK, REPI, and GOT clusters. There's an image here with the caption. Agglomerative clustering of the datasets, where we use, 1, recovered accuracy, as the distance measure between datasets, and use average distances to merge clusters. We only look at layer greater than or equal to 13. Another interesting thing to look at is a comparison between how well a dataset generalizes to other datasets, and how well other datasets generalize to it. There's an image here, with the caption. Comparison of how well a dataset generalizes to other datasets, generalizes underscore from, and how well other datasets generalize to that dataset, generalizes underscore to. Mean recovered accuracy shown. Takeaways. DLK datasets are better than REPI and got on both generalizing from and to. REPI datasets generalize to other datasets better than GOT, but GOT datasets are easier to generalize to than REPI. Perhaps the DLK or GOT probes have overfit to the token where truth is established, and the REPI's prompt suffix breaks this assumption. GOT underscore cities underscore cities underscore conjunction is once again an outlier, far exceeding the rest of the GOT datasets on both measures. Subheading. How do we know we're detecting truth, and not just likely statements? Discovering truth probes is particularly gnarly, as we need to distinguish between what the model believes is true and what the model believes is likely to be said, that is likely to be said by humans. This distinction is hard to make. One good attempt at it is to measure probe performance on truthful QA, which is a dataset designed to contain likely-sounding but untrue statements as answers, for example common misconceptions. We measure truthful QA performance on all probes and see how well this correlates with our generalization scores. There's an image here with the caption. Truthful QA accuracy against generalization score of all probes trained. Dotted green line is the truthful QA score for Llama 213B chat. Dotted gray line is the same, but prompting for a calibrated score. Results taken from the REPI paper, Table 8. We find that 94.6% of probes with greater than 80% recovered accuracy measure something more than just statement likelihood. This is evidence for the probes learning more than just how likely some text is. However, it's worth noting that a lot of the probes fall short of simply prompting the model to be calibrated. See prompt formats in REPI paper, D.3.2. Heading. Conclusion and future work. We find some probing methods with impressive generalization that appear to be measuring something more than truth. This is evidence for a generalized notion of truth in Llama 2-13b chat. The results above ask more questions than they answer. Why do probes not generalize perfectly? Do they overfit to the interference from other features? Are some datasets biased in some way, skewing truth probes? Is truth represented in highly correlated but distinct ways in different datasets? What explains the variance in performance between probes? Does training on multiple datasets improve performance? Do smaller models also have a generalized notion of truth? Why does GOT underscore cities underscore cities underscore conjunction generalize well? Why does LDA generalize poorly? There's a lot of work to be done exploring generalization in RepiNG, and even more work to be done in RepiNG generally.
Please reach out if you want to discuss further explorations or have any interest in related experiments in RepiNG. Heading. Appendix. Subheading. Validating implementations. We validate the implementations in a few ways. Do we get 80% accuracy on arc underscore easy? This should be easily achievable, as it is one of the easiest datasets we investigate. There's an image here in the text. Do we get roughly 100% accuracy on GOT datasets? The GOT paper reports greater than 97% accuracy for all of its datasets when trained on that dataset. There's an image here in the text. Can we reproduce accuracies from the REPI paper? The REPI paper trains on a very limited number of samples, so we'd expect to exceed performance here. There's an image here in the text. Subheading. Validating LDA implementation. Above, the LDA probe performs poorly. This hints at a bug. However, our implementation simply calls out to SICKIT. We also find that the probe performs better than LDA in distribution, but worse out of distribution. There's an image here, with the caption. Accuracy of DIM and LDA trained on bulk, type equals train underscore bulk, and when trained directly on the dataset, type equals train underscore evil. LDA outperforms DIM in distribution, DIM outperforms LDA out of distribution. Subheading. Thresholding. To evaluate probe performance, we run the probe over activations from correct and incorrect statements, and check that the probe has higher, truth values, for correct statements. This way, we can avoid having to set thresholds for the truth values that distinguish between truths and lies, as we're looking at relative values. Some datasets don't have groups of statements, so we can't look at relative values. In this case, we take the best threshold using a ROC curve and report accuracy from there. This is done for got underscore cities underscore cities underscore conjunction and got underscore cities underscore cities underscore disch. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for Less Wrong. It was first published on February 24, 2024. The original text contained three footnotes which were omitted from the narration. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.